I'll go to cool.com. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday night, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, Jisk. And I'm Rifsk. And I'm Hisksk. Nice, guys. Thanks for playing along. I just forgot my name for a minute. I've been reading too many articles about us, and <laughs> I don't know our names anymore. How's it going, Ken? Fine. Riff, they didn't talk about you, or I'm sure they would have fucked your name up, too. <laughs> You've done a good job of concealing from anyone your involvement. Yeah. Oh, that's go- good? <laughs> it was easy, huh? Yeah. How've you been, Riff? I've been all right. Uh, got got no complaints. Well, apart from it getting kind of hot here, but you know, oh, no. weather as as far as as far as weather complaints go, it's pretty. That's that's an easy, uh, you know. All I have to do is think back a, a, a couple years to how bad it could be, and it feels much better. Do you have an aircon didia on there? No, I've just got a couple of fans. You have more than a couple of fans, Riff. <laughs> Are they all turned on at the same time, uh, rendering it impossible to both eliminate your uh, room noise and not have you sound like a robot? <laughs> uh, well, the one actually near my desk, I have uh, this time remembered to turn off before we record. So, What if you put a voice-activated off switch on it? Oh, that'd be weird. So I could just couldn't talk and enjoy the temperature of the room at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, but really, do you ever do both of those things at the same time? I feel like when you're enjoying probably, a temperature, you usually yeah. just you usually enjoy it quietly. Just, hmm. <laughs> oh God, it feels so comfortable in here. Ah, is what you would say. <laughs> right. It, it would be weird to have the fan suddenly shut off every time I ask Siri to do some math for me. Do you really do that? Yeah. Just because it's simple, I don't have to navigate out of whatever I'm typing into to open a calculator or whatever. Is your phone near uh, your headphones? Hey Siri, what's four times farts? <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> it doesn't work. Well, could you answer? Oh, I could. Hey Siri. Oh, maybe it doesn't work while I'm on the phone. Well, while think, I'm talking yeah, I think, on a call. I think your phone has... Uh... Like priority over Siri. Huh? Do you think if you had a daughter, you would name her Hey Siri just to fuck with everyone in the future? <laughs> That'd be pretty good, actually. That'd be a good experiment. It makes it very difficult to talk about a Hey series. Mm. You know, like a series about Hey or a series of Hey. A lot of times, sometimes it activates when I'm uh, uh, when I've been recording footage for my Dark Souls Two. Uh, Let's play. It'll sometimes activate if I if I use the word seriously. <laughs> mm. Hey, seriously, stop c- murdering me. Yeah, that exact sort of thing. Which I'm sure is you know is is really good for the let's play viewing public when suddenly the action stops for a moment as I try and <laughs> try and fix my devices. Well, it's like when we look something up on Wikipedia during the podcast. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's everyone's favorite time. Mm-hmm. How have you been on stuff? I've been good. Yeah. We're finally maybe getting Master Swords out a door. Yeah, I, we've said that like eight times already, yeah. and I, I'm just, I'm not going to get people excited about it until it happens. Although we are yet again being paid to do some work on it to like put finishing touches on it so that it can be released. So nice. Cool. I feel good about this one. Yeah. <laughs> 
I feel kind of ambivalent about this one. I don't really have anything to do with it. Yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> but theoretically, next month. Who cool. knows? Yeah, we'll see. Peter Petrelli, who is not our boy Peter Pagani, but he's probably cool, writes, Dear JR and HS, Emacs or Vim? Apache or Nginx, Windows or Linux, GCC or Clang, Angband or NetHack, Mystic or Valor. Never mind, I digress. You just have to answer the first two. Okay. So what were the, what were they? Emacs or Vim? Emacs. So I'm a Vim. I'm a Vim guy. Yeah. Text edit. Uh, oh my god. Sure, text edit. You don't riff. You don't often edit things I, on servers the way yeah, that this we is true. have to for work. <laughs> um, I actually switched over to Nano, honestly, which works. Just fine. I recognize that Vim is extremely obtuse, but I am pretty fast in it, and it exists no matter what environment you're in, which is a thing that I think is very valuable about it. Um, I learned how to use Edlin in DOS for similar reasons. Right. Um, so that I could just, like, write batch files on, like, a random computer at Sears or whatever <laughs> uh, without having to... And then eventually, you know, edit came out with DOS like 3.3 or something, and it used the QBasic environment for text editing, but, you know. Uh, Apache or Nginx. I'm guessing that I'm the only one who yeah, has care. any preference at all, and I don't have any preference. We yeah, used to use Apache, and now we use Nginx, although I think we're also using Apache. I think we were using Nginx as just a load balancer on the proxy server and i think that there were still apache instances on the web servers i don't know now i know that when there are 404s it just says nginx right uh so but what i don't know is if there is an amazon instance that's acting as a proxy and what i don't know anymore. is who like what these things are these are the these are web servers they're web servers yeah, yeah. web server demons, demons. web okay. server softwares yeah Windows or Linux? When, Jesus Christ, Peter Petrelli. What do you think? Peter Petrelli is like a character from Heroes. Is he? Right, I think. Not a character from uh, Harry Potter. That's Peter Pettigrew. Yep. Peter Parker. Oh, is it, are there just, is it always uh, alliterative Peters? Is that just how Peter characters Tork. are named? Okay. Porky Pig. Uh, Peter Isn't Frampton. Peter? Peter Prampton. Peter Falk. Come on, Paul. Riff. Peter Polk. How was, how was Peter Falk not your first go-to? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Peter I guess Parf, not. Parf. Peter Paul and, and that yeah. and his yeah. girlfriend Mary. Peter Paul and Mary. <laughs> Paul, Paul and Mary is his last name. Uh, uh, GCC or Clang, I don't know what. I think GCC is the GNU C compiler. Okay. Clang is apparently an alternative to that. I don't know, man. I have not, I have not compiled a C program in probably 20 years. Uh, Angband or NetHack? Absolutely NetHack. I played more. I've played more Angband. Really? Really? Yeah. I played a lot of Angband as a kid. Uh, Did you just have it? Yes. Okay. I didn't know about NetHack. I had Hack, like the precursor to NetHack, which I had bought. I was. I want to say that I was traveling with my dad, and we had gone to the university bookstore at the University of Illinois when I was eight or nine. And I bought one of those shareware five and a quarter inch floppy disks that they would sell oh, huh, with yeah. a collection of shareware like games a on it. Plastic bag. Yeah. yeah. And it had hack on it. Um, it had another game called Ranadin, which is the thing that I was more excited about, but then hack turned out to be a way better game than Ranadin. Ranadin was like an Ultima clone. 
Mystic or Valor, I don't play the Pokemons. Riff, which are you? Uh, Mystic. Mystic sounds cooler. Is that red? That's blue. Blue. Oh, okay. It's like magic. Yeah. Red is like muscle. Red is like blood, man. And what's the other one? The other one is uh, like moxie. Yellow, like bile, like piss. What is, what is <laughs> insight. Insight. Or like team in- piss. In- or like team's oh, blood and piss. Yeah. Yeah. Are they supposed to be like bestial? The the teams, yeah. Not 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 really. They're they're. I think they're supposed to be heroic. I just uh, I was just listening to us discussing Pokemon uh, a couple weeks ago, and you were hypothesizing that because all the teams in the games are evil, that uh, yeah. everyone in the world who's playing Pokemon is actually evil. I was I was kind of hoping that it would secretly turn out that the bad guys in in Pokemon Sun and Moon coming out would be team valor instinct and mystic but it turned out no they're they're just called team skull <laughs> it's, uh, okay great <laughs> jxqz writes hints for the next item of the month uh it is not from the property that you're expecting it to be from it was it was conceived of before i think the challenge path was even decided on Yes. Uh, it has some relevance to it that was very easy to shoehorn in. Uh, it's interesting in a metagame sense, I think. It's C.D. Moyer's month. It's cool. It's pretty easy to use. Um, yeah. Power creepy. L- low but, daily investment. Yeah. Uh, it has some fun social features. Yep. It's cool. Uh, Galapagos James says, just wanted to let you know I love the new Protonic pack. It's great fun to go around bursting ghosts. That said, is there a narrative reason the old ghost traps from the sorority house don't interact in a meaningful way with it? It's somewhat odd that the item whose blue text is traps ghosts doesn't interact. That said, since its used text clearly states it doesn't leave anything behind, I don't mind it being built stronger than the ones in the pack, but it seems like a good vector for a demon name or something. You know... We can't go down to everything else. Yeah, every rabbit hole of every throwaway joke and every piece of 10-year-old content, you know, it's... Sometimes literal rabbit holes. That's true. Uh, That's what, like the... um, There's the Dire Warren, there's the... The uh, Alice in Wonderland one, the looking glass thing. Yep. (laughs) Is that down a rabbit hole, though? Uh, no, I guess there wasn't a, actually a rabbit hole in that one. I thought there's something where there is a rabbit hole, like on the plains. See, we've done everything. That's yeah. <laughs> that, there is a bat hole. Yeah, it's like a rabbit hole. Um, T Day ninety three says, "I started playing KOL when I was fourteen. I am now twenty three. I, re- I recently realized that a large part of why I enjoy KOL and the podcast so much is that KOL itself was a foundational work in the development of my sense of humor. So thanks for being such a weirdly important part of my life. Looking forward to West of Loathing. Oh, thanks, T Day ninety three. That's Yay. really swell. Um, what do you what do you guys think the most influential work on the sort of nature of your sense of humor is?" Mm. Douglas Adams was yeah. By far Douglas the, Adams, like certainly yeah, I read early as a kid. Douglas Adams was definitely a huge, a huge influence on my writing style. Yeah, and probably on a lot of what I thought was funny about words. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty generic, right? Because like I, I watched a lot of Monty Python. I 
read a lot of Hitchhiker's Guide. You know, yeah. I like the Far Side. Yeah, far I think side, the Far yeah. Side was probably. Uh, I mean, I listened to a bunch of Bill Cosby and Steve Martin mm. as a kid. Oh, nice! I didn't. I didn't hear any of Steve Martin's stand up until I was in my thirties, and it is fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, oh. Terry Pratchett, um, which is not not wholly dissimilar from Douglas Adams, but uh, mm, there's a lot more. Yeah, I would argue that yes, it is. But well, I would argue that you haven't I, read any sure. Terry there, Pratchett. <laughs> well, boy, I've tried. I have read some Terry Pratchett. I've read uh, I've read Goo- Good Omens. Goodom. Those also Goodom Neil Gaiman, right? <laughs> Those um, what? It was also Neil Gaiman. That was yeah, a team Neil Gaiman effort. More recently. Um, Chris Onstead's uh, Akewood, I feel like, has influenced me a lot in how I write dialogue. That's one that I have bounced off of a lot of times. I've just never found a way into it. Hmm. It is. It is weird. Like the the what web comics do you read regularly at this point, guys? XKCD. That's it. Yep. Uh, XKCD, um, Dr. McNinja, but that's ending soon. Uh, Scary Go Round, although I don't remember if it's still called that because he goes through, like he does different, different, he has gone through different sort of chapters or volumes and what the strip has been called. I think it's still called Scary Go Round. Um... Gunner Craig Court, uh, Order of the Stick. Wow. It's a lot of webcomics, Riff. Yeah, there's a fair amount of them. But, you know, they're, they're, I still have an RSS reader, so it's real easy to just to uh, chew through true. them in the morning. Yeah, that's why I follow the ones that I follow. Um, I think at this point I'm, I read XKCD, still read Penny Arcade. Yeah. Uh, Butter safe. Yeah, yeah. What's chainsaw suit? Dinosaur comics. Yeah, no, no <laughs> I, I do not. Um, I need to put Super Mega in my RSS feed. Ah, oh, God, I can't wait. I uh, he's putting a book out, and I have a guest comic in it, and I'm so happy with the way that it turned out. And he, it's really. I I really liked that comment. Yeah, it was really really good. Did. That was super good. It was real. Uh, I think you captured the feel of Super Mega really nice. <laughs> good. I'm glad to hear you say that. And I can't wait for people to see it. I can't wait for people to buy that book so that Johnny Smash can get some money. We uh, we both back each other on Patreon, so <laughs> it's a real circle jerk. <laughs> um, you know who wins there? Everyone. Patreon. Wins. Well, Patreon. Does, yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, yep. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm real excited for that book to come out. Um, but I haven't been reading it lately since he started publishing it again. There was a thing where every uh, few months I would go back and, 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 yeah, I would just see if there had been anything new, and often there hadn't for months. I'll go back and read, like, binge on, like, Oglaf every... Oh, I've yeah, got, yeah. Every I've six got that months or in, years. My, in my feed. I read those when they come out as long as I'm not out in public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> the... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm normally not a super, like, into explicit kind of stuff but it just it's, it's just so good yeah. it's just yeah. so like, well even though there is a ton of just basically straight up porn in it yeah. it's really smart and really yeah. funny like yep. it's I, it, I think it really goes a long way towards like breaking down some of those barriers uh, yeah but it is like a thing where it's like oh a new Ogloff I'll be sure and look at that later <laughs> right <laughs> um, 
And Buttersafe is still in my list. And it's not really a webcomic, but I still look at baseball card vandals every yeah. once in a while. Oh, yeah. Three word, three word phrase, or I think that three word phrase has been defunct for quite right. a while. I'm just saying, right, because like, I, I think they're probably still in your RSA's reader if yeah. they ever did a new one. And uh, right. what's that one? Uh, Scott Myers uh, instructions. Oh, one? basic instructions. Basic instructions. That's right. Which is now just repeats because he's doing something else now. But the repeats are still funny. Did you read uh, that book that he wrote? Uh-uh. Uh, Off to be the wizard. Have, it was pretty was, good. Was it good? Um, yeah, it's about a guy who sort of discovers the source code for reality. Oh, neat. Uh, and makes it so he can control it from his phone and also so that his phone never runs out of batteries. And then he goes back in time to medieval days to just be an insane, powerful wizard. <laughs> But, like, every other nerd who ever discovered it also had the exact same idea, so he just runs into a bunch of them. It's really, really good. That does sound good. Now that, I, now that I'm describing it, I remember it's pretty funny. Like, I, you know, I don't know. Now that, I, now that I'm thinking about it some more, I don't know that I agree with myself just a few seconds ago when I said it's really, really good, but it's pretty good. It's worth <laughs> buying and it's worth reading. Um, I haven't, like, read the sequel, for instance. I enjoyed it at least as much as I enjoyed The Magicians by Lev Grossman, which mm. is a much more well-regarded book. <laughs> um, you know what else is good? That mm. book by Ross Patty, The 8-Bit Bard. Yeah. I've been listening um, to the audiobook of uh, Neil Stevenson's uh, Seven Eves. That's pretty good. Mm. I haven't read anything of his since... Reem D. Mm. I haven't read mm. that one. My I like previ- it. It's about an MMO. Hmm. Previous one I read of his was Anathem, which I liked a lot. I have taken that on the last 30 trips I've taken, thinking that I would finally read it and never even read the first page. Huh. Hey guys, especially Riff, says Zombamfu. Why is there not a chat effect that makes the word house appear in blue in your chat? Sorry for Ooh. the unimportant non-challenge path related question. I don't get it. Me either. That's from uh, House of Leaves. In House of Leaves, the well, depending on what edition you have, uh, the uh, uh, the word house is always printed in blue. I have an edition that I borrowed from you and then never gave back, yep. and that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> Does mine have that? I think so. Okay. That was a hardcover, yeah. No, it's a, it's a big-sized paperback. Oh, is it? Hmm. Yeah. Then, I, then I'm not positive. I think it did, though. Which ones are the mass market and which ones are the trade paperbacks? I think mass market paperbacks are the things that you think of as a paperback, like the little one that okay, theoretically so go in your pocket so if you like had a huge ass. Variable sized. I think of trade paperbacks as being a specific size, but that is larger. Um, yeah, they're okay. like half page size. Oh, are they? Are they? Aren't, aren't they? That's what I'm. Thinking are they like of. five and a half inches wide and eight and a half inches tall? Like something like that. That's what that I'm picturing. Sense. I'm not sure if yeah, those are if, the, exact. if they were bound if they were bound with eight and a half by eleven sheets folded in half, but that's not how that's that not works, how right? Books are made usually, no. Yeah. Well, but do they do they bind like do they print them in what's what's the next uh name of the sheet size that you would fold into they don't quarters print to sheets, I think. No, is... but they oh, do they not print in how how do they print modern paperbacks then? Do they not? Do they? Oh, not I, I, I was just print sp- large sheets, putting and words fold them in and Kevin's mouth. Them? Oh, okay. I mean, hot stuff's mouth. Most uh, 
most books, at least the way that it used to be, I don't know if this is still true, was what they were things were printed in signatures of 16 pages. Right. Um, and then bound and trimmed. And I don't know if that's still true. And that like, you don't see any evidence of that in the mass market paperbacks. So who knows? Mm. At least I never did. I mean, oh, if I hadn't, if I hadn't cleaned up my desk this morning during our conference call, I probably would have had one in reach that I could have looked at torn asunder yep <laughs> Sular the second points out something that i uh didn't realize when i at the last minute rearranged the way that the skills were distributed in the new challenge path why where are the perception and agility skills secil doesn't have the same ring to it uh, mm. i forgot to make sure that there was at least one in each stat in each of the two categories of mutations that are available second of which no one knows about yet hmm um, right. Yeah, you, you, I, you'll be made happy at some point. The Erosion Seeker says, how do you feel that the source performed as a challenge path as a whole? You don't need to answer all of the following. Was it fun enough? I'm sure it was fun enough for some people. Uh, would the path have been worse if nightstands were not immune to agents? Uh, dude, I don't know. You'll have to tell me. Like, what? I mean, I'm assuming that that was just some trick that people used to decide where they ran into agents and to unless you're unless that was the way that power leveling happened because the non-combat stat gains suddenly became important again because of the diminished combat stat gains which that would make sense uh was the boss too easy other than removing effects like the naughty sorceress would anyway it is weaker than i don't know what the end of that sentence was uh no i think it was fine the boss wasn't meant to be super hard the boss was meant to be a thing that you could yeah, just so that you could ascend uh was substats.enh supposed to be more like aloysius than just a normal plus three substats i think it was made exactly the way that it was intended to be made what does aloysius's do i don't remember if not that uh will the ocrs cloned modifier share the same attributes as duplicator is that too old and pointless to change it it's not that it would be pointless but i'm not gonna do it because it's just not like i cannot imagine there are that many people playing ocrs runs and it's just not a good investment of our time right uh, in hindsight how significant was nerfing montania and the deck to the outcome of the path it made dev happy and probably helped make certain item of the month specific strategies not so dominant right uh, was the spaghetti thrall being god mode versus agents intentional? Seeing as how Postomancer was the go-to for high-level play, how do you feel about the challenge pass where only one class is viable? Will there eventually be a path where everybody except turtle tamers get shafted? I would not categorize this path as one where only Postomancer was viable. Even if you point to, say, the fact that I don't know if it's true or not, that the leaderboard is all Postomancers, that still doesn't mean that only Postomancers are viable. Uh, if, I guess that that comes from the point of view of speed is the only important thing. So therefore, this is the only thing I can do because it's clearly the best. Whereas a lot of people just play the game to have fun and see some jokes and and get through the like progression and you know. I mean, and the, you know, if those people don't like a challenge path, they just won't play it again, and yeah. that's fine. There was somebody who was pointing out that the current challenge path is 
potentially really bad for newbies because the longer that they wait around, the worse the radiation sickness gets. Well, I suppose that's true. It just means that you have to rest more often, and I don't feel like that is nearly as much of a hardship for newbies as the people saying the path sucks on behalf of newbies that's true think of it as that's a good point i mean it it takes a lot of turns before you start getting like a really significant amount of radiation sickness per turn and right. like i guess it's possible that if you were just doing a if you were leveling very very slowly that it would become like maybe it would get to the point where you had to rest every three or four turns to do it but even that like it's only going to be like that on the first run because like once you unlock the second thing you can just get the umbrella and then you don't have to worry about it anymore yeah people complaining that like that should have been available on the first run i i would challenge you to like it it is better to have like overcome an obstacle and be like oh man that was really hard and then get the reprieve from it so you can explore other parts of it yeah so like i disagree with the notion that those should have been available immediately because I think yeah. it's way more it, it it makes it feel more like a challenge the first time you play through. It was a pacing choice to yeah. be sure, and it's certainly possible to disagree with a pacing choice. Like it's possible to disagree with any choice, but you know we definitely considered it and then decided not to do it. Yeah. So, uh, kill someone says Jake. Considering every second week you seem to utter some version of "If I did KOL again, I'd." What's the number one thing you'd redo? That is a difficult question to answer the number one thing that i would redo is the entire system the whole game i think i would have probably tried to this this has nothing to do with the game itself but just try to have like a little bit better control over like um being able to get in touch with the community because it didn't like as we were going along it didn't seem like that big a deal but now that like we want to do other projects that people would probably enjoy it seems like it's really hard to figure out how to get in touch with them and let them know that there's cool stuff i mean from a business point of view we should have paid more attention to metrics but i also don't think that we should have paid too much attention yeah, to metrics and so at thing. some I point i wouldn't I, have like, wanted to like we definitely erred on the side of doing things that. the way that i wanted to do them i mean and you know what that means is that probably the lifespan of the company is shorter than if we hadn't done that but we i'd rather get out earlier with a soul than uh so just from a gameplay perspective the things that i think about when i think about like what would a kol2 look like i would i would try not to have situations where there was such a wildly variable amount of value that you got out of an adventure versus a fight you know like i would make it so only fights took adventures and everything else was limited in some other way or something like that you know um yeah i would in hindsight probably completely eliminate the concept of ronin and in in doing that would have to the, i wish that speed ascension was a mini game that took place 
in a world that got to be a world and got to be an MMO and had an economy mm. and like because we we had to we have to limit interaction so much to make things vaguely competitive. Yeah, and the and things that we do to provide a benefit to one group of players like disproportionately affects another group of players or vice versa and things that we do to slow down speed ascenders like have to take effect in ways that make things annoying for people who are just dicking around farming or whatever right um way less turn gen like i so i would, I would like to as a basic tenant, have like if we're if there's going to be crafting in a game, like have that actually produce the best stuff by and large, and like have a situation where like stuff might drop, like exciting stuff might drop, but then you can like improve it or put it into a recipe, and you get like a better version. Yeah, of it. yeah. I something that I something that I think about a lot when I think about making a KOL two is the idea that. Instead of there being speed runs, th- there would still be things that supported that, right? And they might be things that involve you going and doing things in a particular order that normal people can do out in the world. But when you were doing a speed run, you would be in a different mode where like you'd basically buy a ticket and you would say all right i want to do this race or whatever and then the race is just playing the normal game but you just can do it and then you're done and the idea is that maybe you know one of those races would involve making a couple hundred choices so is the is what you're basically saying like you would opt into a, a speed ascension very explicitly as and, a mini game and most of the time you would you could ascend, but it wouldn't do like because right no, now we have, you wouldn't ascend. Oh, there would not be an ascension mechanic. Not as the primary means of gaining power. Huh. I mean, I'd let you change classes or whatever, but like speed runs would not just be playing the normal game they would be a thing that you did that was able to f- really fully embrace and support that playstyle mm-hmm. without affecting everything else in the game i see you know like you know we'd have to think about it yeah and we'd never do it yeah but the idea i had that was that you'd get like a one race ticket a week as a normal account but then you could just buy more Right. If you wanted to go for leaderboard runs and you could just do it as much as you wanted. You know, like just cost a dollar to do one of these things or whatever. Um I would probably make it I would structure it such that we didn't have the problem that we had early on where when we made an item of the month that was a piece of gear that nobody would buy it. <laughs> you know, just build that into the game somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, these probably all sound like terrible ideas, so it's probably a good thing that I'm not making KOL now. Next question. As one of the first games that I know of that's had microtransactions, what's your opinion on how microtransactions have evolved in gaming, and what do you think we're going to see in the future? I don't know. I mean, I like I don't like that the way that 
free to play evolved makes people automatically assume that we are scumbags. Yeah. Is that true? I think a lot of people probably just dismiss any free to play game as being okay. exploitative. I don't know that people consider us a free to play game though in that same way. Yeah, maybe not. Um I dislike how free-to-play has devalued games in general, and people just assume that games should be free. Yeah, because you can get, on a phone, you can get an extremely high production value, extremely high budget game without paying for it. Um, And that said, I don't think that you can... I think even without that, the price point of games even when free-to-play was not the dominant app store mode, was still, like... A dollar. On the road to, yeah, just a shitty, unsustainable thing where people just aren't willing to pay more than a dollar or two for a phone game. Eh, Makes sense. I mean, because you can, like... I mean, if you're somebody like us, you can just buy a phone game every day, and it's no big deal, right? Which is kind of nice, I guess. I really appreciate it when phone games cost money now. Uh, Let's see. Character's name I'm not going to read out loud. Any plans regarding a nostalgia-themed challenge path with some really old, untradeable, disappear-on-rescuing-the-king content so people can rage about not joining up earlier? I don't really understand that question. I don't either. Oh, like you get a... You can get a disappearing copy of an item that you would have been able to get a permanent copy of if you had been around for it huh. but that's not the same item yeah so it doesn't i don't think it would placate anyone or or really mean anything why stan says is there any chance of old item of the month being slightly reskinned and realized in a re-released in a random format two to three mr a's and you get a new blue pixie as an example no i like old items of the month are so underwhelming by <laughs> modern item standards. of the month standards <laughs> that nobody really wants that. Um, Pyrox game says, are there going to be more gardens in the future? I do not know. You know, that's part of the point of standard was to release us from the slots mechanic. Right. Um, I, I like the idea of certain things being mutex like that, but I don't know that I'm ever going to decide to because the only thing that that would do is make it more constrained to design and less likely to be good from a player's point of view because it has to be both good and also better than everything else that's in that slot. Uh, Sular the second says, yo, can we get a magical hippie stone equivalent in nuclear autumn, please? I am going to have Chris move the hippie stone to the Huggler. to Huggler. Yeah. Um, he's he is uh, on vacation. Right yeah, he's now. in Hawaii right now. I I feel like there are people who break the stone and then start getting their shit stolen, and even though it's stuff that is meaningless, they don't know that it's meaningless and it's annoying to them. And just putting that behind another couple of layers of this is for PvP, right? Right, like don't dick around in here unless you want your stuff to get stolen. Means there's probably fewer. I also don't know that I think that experienced PvP players really enjoy taking, you know, spider webs from new players. 
there are probably some people who feel really good about that, but I don't feel that we have a responsibility to provide victims for people who are enjoy taking stuff. So. Noksha says, what are the hottest wings in all of loathing? I tried those brain melting wings and they weren't spicy at all. I'm craving those forgotten last picked wings. The ones that should have soaked up their sauce and become dried with a crust of heat and hatred under the glare of a heat ramp, heat lamp. In seriousness, did the consumable limitation come about as a way to mimic the feel of scavenging for food slash drink in generic post-apocalyptic games to avoid copyright issues unless you can actually say Fallout or something else entirely? I wanted to see what it would be like to limit consumables by size like that and then have more things that have, like, the progression mechanics increase the value of individual consumables rather than increasing the number of them that you can consume. Um you know, I'm curious how it's going to turn out. I, I also kind of wanted to limit turn gen on the path. Like, I, it's it's nice to have some slow paths, and it's also nice to have to think about like, oh, what thing would I normally not eat, but now I will because it's size one, right? I could see doing a path where you can only eat things that are size two, or you know, you can only eat things that are your throat's too big to eat small things. <laughs> ah, you can only eat things that are five fullness or hall or holler <laughs> um, let's see Zen Zero Zero says will there ever be a bat grenade ultimate showdown reference probably not Zen Zero Zero says, you have many items of the month that are tied in with paths. Might those items of the month be made permanently purchasable when in path, like the skill point purchases for avatar paths? No, because they're items of the month, right? And we have repeatedly said that we just wouldn't do that. Their their value comes from their limited time nature, even the ones that nobody buys. And now that we're dividing up the items of the month, I think they're going to be less tied to the paths than they were. Do you think? Yeah, I think that people are going to come up with ideas and not stress too much about what the... Whether it's it is like obviously like a path reference or whether it'll just have some sort of tangential path. Yeah, the source terminal was kind of right, but I, I came up with you. You're right. You those were both your ideas. Yeah, and I guess in this last one, the um, the path was your idea, and this item of the month was mine. But it was your idea that I had stolen, not well, knowing it. Well. Zen Zero Zero says, can the Fallout Shelter be made wider? It seems a little cramped right now. Nope, not drawing that again. <laughs> uh, Marlon Shakespeare says, instead of getting Richard Cockingham every time, it'd be great to cycle through a bunch of different suggestive names. Peter Wood, Mike Roch, Ben Dover. You get the idea. Or you could just do a random first one and a, a random second one, so it could be like Peter Roch, Richard <laughs> Dover. <laughs> Richard Dover is kind of funny as a suggestive name because you have to, like, solve for... Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Hey, pal, says Dr. Capitalism. I've been asked to investigate the irradiated remains of the Madness Bakery for ghosts, but I can't get to the dang place. Did I hear you mention one time an unimplemented item like the bone with a price tag that would lead you there without getting the quest? Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yes, and that was implemented before you sent this question in. Uh, I even announced it. It drops in the pantry now. Why isn't the pantry a place where you get pants? Oh. 
That's a you know, good like question. A, like a buttery is where you get butter. <laughs> Isn't it? Riff? I guess. <laughs> is I, it, a shoe tree is where shoes are made. Is right? it pastry a place where you go to relive the past? No, it's where mm. you go to eat paste. Okay. King Bobson says, A nuclear autumn, you can still take your familiars with you, but your campground, including the terrarium, is missing. Where are those familiars kept? Were they inside you all along? <laughs> no, I really wish that the terrarium was not, A, an item that you had to buy, and B, a thing that existed out in the world. Like, I wish that it... I, I wish that it was just a UI feature. Mm. Right? Like... You know, your skills page isn't a thing in your campground. And, like, it's hilarious that the quest log is a log, but also not really. <laughs> uh, Lim Jack, no, I'm Jackery1 says, In the No Whammies adventure on the road to the White Citadel, it seems as though I have better luck when I choose the cheapest sounding chest. Is the RNG toying with me? I don't even remember what that is. Riff, what is that? Uh, that's that... Uh pressure luck mini game where you open chests until you get a mimic um, mm. I uh, I do not exactly remember how it works but I think I would not be incorrect to say that uh, that that the pattern uh, the the uh, the questioner has noticed is a coincidence what else is a coincidence riff <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, y yes, and is a rookery a place you go to to get rookers to get rookers to to, to visit Al Rooker to get rooked? Cherry J writes, "Could you add a text box on the skill page for the skill filter, or at least a message that indicates that there actually is one?" No, it's a fun hidden feature. Um, I don't. So much of our game is fun hidden features. Yeah. I mean, it is weird. Like, we ought to tell people that that exists, but it's also like that ought to exist everywhere if we're going to do it. But it is just so, like, all of our UI is made of so many edge cases from so many weird feature requests over such a long period of time that it is so difficult to make things consistent. Yeah. And, like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. CD Moyer has a ping to put inline descriptions into shop.php, which will help, I think. Yeah, you know, unless people hate it. People probably hate it. People probably hate inline descriptions. They hate waiting inline descriptions. Uh, Margaret Houlihan says, pretty pleased with fights on top. Can we PvP, PvP in the new path? Thank you for answering. Yeah, again, that'll, that'll come back when CD Moyer comes back, because I'm just going to have him move the stone out of the campground. And move everything out of the campground. Just get rid of the campground entirely. No more stuff. No more stuff in the campground. <laughs> just nothing. Just everybody just sleeps in the yard. Okay. In the sleeping hole. The yard of nothing. Not even a hole? Poisonous Spike says, new avatar path? Thanks. You can't use a lot of items of the month in avatar paths. You don't think that's a problem? Eh. No, I'd rather have the design space available 
to be able to do it and not like, you know, I'll do something that, oh, if the game had been like this to begin with, we would not have done this item of the month because of the right. disproportionate effect that it would have on it. So I think it's okay to just say like, ah, eh, sometimes you can't use familiars and sometimes you can't use like a lot of what people like about avatar paths is the decision space as a player being reduced. And so given that a lot of the sprawl comes from the power creep associated with items of the month, reducing that sprawl can't really be done without reducing access to items of the month or eliminating access to specific items of the month. And I think that that's fine. I think that the game can bear it. And I think the players can bear it. RandomX007 says, I love the Proton Pack. It's flavorful, fun, powerful, and interesting. That being said, I hope this is not too nitpicky, and if it is, just say so. Can it be set up so that you don't get the same ghost multiple times in run before getting the other ghosts? I've had runs where I would get the same, can only equip one of these accessories, and it'd be more fun if I got to experience more of them each run. If not, that's fine, because this item is fun enough anyway. Normally, we would have made it so you got them in in a unique sequence, which would have stopped you from getting the same one twice in a row but because we decided to limit them by zones that you had access to usually uh our normal method for doing that doesn't work and so we would have had to do some why not because the way that we would normally do that, like if we wanted you to have 10 things in a random, specifically tailored order for you, we would make a uh, an, array. an array of the 10 things you and then shuffle, shuffle it, it a, according to a, a, a keyed RNG. Yeah. But if the size of it changes, which the size of the array would change based on you gaining access to things, there there might be a tricky way around well, it. But Can you not do it the other way around where you... Because we there's a finite number of zones where the ghosts appear, so we just shuffle that that array of what thirteen elements, mm-hmm. and then just pick the first one that you have access to, and that's the one that you have access to. No, because that would be the same every. You would just get, if we did that, you would get the same well, ghost and then over and over and over. Keep track again. of which ones. You well, seen. right, but that's what I'm saying. Without without some method of of keeping track of which ones uh, you've seen, okay. that would just require either a bunch of like flag juggling or storing sure. a perma string with an array in it or something like. Okay. D- like it, sure. it was just more. That's fair enough. It we could have done it i don't know like sometimes being able to get the same thing multiple times in a row is going to make somebody happy instead of sad right if they if they get the one that they want um so in this case i will admit to having erred on the side of doing less infrastructure work um but that's why do you uh do you want to get ready and get some food i definitely do i am starving me too i had breakfast and lunch but I still want dinner. What is up with that hot stuff? It's the rule of threes. It isn't funny unless you have all three of them. Do you ever, do you ever have that riff where you have lunch and breakfast, but you still want dinner? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I didn't really have breakfast or lunch. I kind of had a I had bunch, which is like a bowl of cereal around noon. <laughs> I, had bunch, I had bunch for U.S. history, Mrs. Bunch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was there only one of her? Or was she like a hive mind? Uh, 
Did she wear a hat with a bunch of fruit in it? <laughs> Mrs. Swarm. Her, her husband was a biology teacher, but mm. then I think uh, they got divorced because he taught some biology to somebody else. <laughs> um, and then uh, there were two regulars at the uh, at the Outback Steakhouse that I used to drink at all the time. I would eat there, too. <laughs> I would eat dinner, even if I had already had lunch and breakfast. It was weird. Uh, there were also Mr. and Mrs. Bunch that were a married couple that were both high school teachers. Huh. Yeah, that was a weird one. Uh, I liked I liked my Mrs. Bunch though. She helped me uh, interpret the lyrics to Anna Eng and uh, isolate all of the references, uh, the specific references to the Vietnam War. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was cool. She was super into it too. She was like, "Ah, oh, this is a thing that I used to do in the '60s." Like breaking apart song lyrics. Yeah, breaking apart song lyrics. Yeah, no, it was fun. That's she cool. was she was cool. Um, so anyway, I'm sorry your husband cheated on you, Mrs. Bunch. <laughs> I really enjoyed our time together. Uh, I was a senior in a freshman class, which sucked. And I had to take it at like 7 in the morning. I had to get to school super, super early. I moved to a new school when I was a sophomore, and all of the requirements were different. So I had to take Uh, all of the required freshman courses spread out over the rest of high school. So, like, I was... You only had to take PE as a freshman, but I did it as a senior, which that was actually fine because I was bigger than everybody Mm. else and they would have otherwise just beaten the shit out of me. So (laughs) that helped a little bit. Um, What didn't help was the way that I dressed. Guys, I've really enjoyed doing this episode of the KOL podcast (laughs) with you and uh, this little march down memory lane that that it predicated. Um, Riff, do you have any fun high school memories to share? No. <laughs> oh, did you not like high school? Uh, it uh, it would have been better if I wasn't such a dumbass at the time. I, I would have thought you'd be a guy who peaked in high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on. Uh, I, I'm kidding. Come on, Zach. I, I, shut up. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I like. I did not mean that in a way that was insulting to you at all. I meant that in a very sarcastic way because obviously you would not be the kind of person that peaked in high school. <laughs> Unless it's peeking into the girls' locker room. Am oh, I right? Oh, oh. <laughs> Summoning Mount Kilimanjaro, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I drank the right amount of orange juice during an acid trip. <laughs> what other? Okay. Got really curious about something. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, you liked high school. Me? Yeah. Didn't yeah, you have I dinner had, with William Sessions from the FBI? No, that was that was uh, shortly after high school. Oh, but you that did. Was, yeah, that was a weird... I had a weird summer. Did winners do drugs with him? I, no. Was it, Did he hold a contest and only the people who lost the contest were allowed to smoke joints from his stash? <laughs> That's what I would do if I were William Sessions. <laughs> be like, and then I'd be like, get it? And they'd be like, no, we're 15. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, well, it was on video games in the 90s. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> also, assuming that William Sessions went from being the director of the FBI to a guy who just plays weird games about giving weed to 15-year-olds. It's pretty good. Yep. Good night, everybody. Have a great week. Good night.